want to talk to someone about it we need to talk to someone oh my god mary yes episode, yes episode. yes 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 <laughs> yes 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 <laughs> yes sorry my tone was all wrong there but oh, we have been waiting for this day for so long and yes i don't know i feel like dance mode has made this day just a million times what it even <laughs> hoped for oh how amazing is it to finally have new bluey episodes and bluey episodes that we've been we're finally allowed to talk about as well because <laughs> yes, um, yes. we were sent some links uh, by the abc a few weeks ago now and they were very viewer limited. Um, maybe after the Veranda Santa <laughs> we, debacle where we were in hospital watching it like 150 times over and over and over. So we were limited to like three views this time. Oh, yes. And between the two of us, because we haven't been watching it together, that was pretty hard. So, um, <laughs> yeah, but how a view amazing. And a half oh. It is so exciting. Um, considering what we knew was coming in season two with – um, you know, celebrity appearances and then also, you know, visiting new and exciting um, Brisbane locations mm. and just so many things. Dance Mode delivers on all fronts, I reckon. It really does. And just to see the reaction of people, it's been going off this week. So uh, people seem to be so, so happy to have new Bluey in their lives. I'm sure there's lots of families all around the country who are playing dance mode right now. Um, <laughs> because it's such a great game. This seems to happen to us a lot. Just dance like no one's watching. Ready? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm doing this for my kids. Full credit to the team at Ludo. The love for Bluey is only getting stronger. Absolutely. Um, and I feel like the way that the family's antics are kind of spilling over into the wider community in this episode <laughs> is probably a good metaphor for something as well. I feel like that's happening <laughs> for real life as families, yes, yeah, step up their gameplay <laughs> and blame it all on Bluey. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, love where this starts with the bingo's disappointment at losing the part last chip because oh, who can not that just devastate hasn't seen that disaster just play out hey where's my chip <laughs> that ain't it what and it's always <laughs> when you're out as well so yeah you've got to you know minimize public meltdown on top of it all <laughs> And then it's always a way that when one kid is starting to lose it over something, the other just starts arcing up. So, yes. you know, the fact that Blue is going, can we have the bill? Oh. You know, at the same time that Bingo is really getting annoyed about her, the loss of that final chip. Yeah. Is inside voice, which Bandit tells Bluey, um, a universal term. Like, I'm surprised oh, it hasn't it come up in Bluey be. before. Yeah, um, but, but um, yeah. I mean, the overarching message of this episode explains that, I mean, a lot of adults struggle with this concept of, um, you know, 
being able to say no to people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, so like I love that they were able to so easily encapsulate it, like sort of with that, that sometimes your outside voice say, you know, uh, yes, when your inside voice says no, because kids do understand usually because it is drilled into all of us really about, you know, all right, we're using our inside voice versus our outside voice. Yeah, that's true. Actually. I hadn't even made that connection that, that, that plays out throughout the whole episode. I'm just thinking, I was thinking inside voice as in quiet, not loud, but yeah, yeah. inside internal voice. Internal is, yeah, voice. A really smart way to flip it. Bingo, sometimes does your outside voice say yes when your inside voice really means no? I know we always love a good um, Bluey quote and plenty of things from Bluey season one and now just in general uh, everyday conversation. Um, Slipped on I my reckon beans, dollar bucks. Got to be done. Uh, dance mode goes very early on the line of the episode, I reckon. Ooh, that was so funny. You still got it, babe. that that dog oh man my heart um yeah it's what every every chili amongst us wants to hear and yeah bless bandit um do you think three rounds of dance mode is a high enough price to pay for losing the last chip well that did seem extreme and perhaps that goes back to minimizing public meltdowns you know they're, they're prepared to put anything on the table um i thought it was pretty generous but then later in the episode when they're buying back the last dance mode i'm gonna buy your last dance mode off you for uh 10 no 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 20 bucks Pendant, no 20 bucks i know <laughs> okay. you could just buy a yeah, whole nother bowl of chips for that like you know it's clearly not making economic sense here. oh my so. god like you know the, the Tooth Fairy was doing well for herself at five bucks. Clearly the Healer Mob are doing very well for themselves if that's, what it, that's how often they're love, selling out the 20s. Oh, yeah, because Bandit sort of leaps straight there as well. It's not like it's a gradual build-up of negotiation. Yeah. He's like, uh, yeah, he's yeah, terrible got, at this. Tw- right, it's 20 bucks. Yeah, just buy another bowl of chips, mate. Pretty please. We probably should backtrack um, because people might be listening outside of Australia um, who haven't seen the episode. Uh, and if, if you did, ignored all the spoiler warnings, warnings on our lot, episode like, playlist, Obviously our that's show okay. just should be called Spoiler Alert. Um, yeah. But if if you you know if you're trying to piece together the episode by listening to us without having seen it, so Dance Mode is a great game where if there's music audible, um, the person who holds the power to put turn on dance mode flicks yes. the victim's tail and they have to start dancing. And Chili Cops No matter at first, where they are, no matter oh, what they're doing. It's too good. When they're crossing the road, so the dog changes from red dog to green dog, which love yeah. it. And um, one of the cars is pumping some awesome tunes. <laughs> yeah, of course it is. So yeah, the uh, the obnoxious uh, car stereo uh, kicks in in tune with the beeping of the light crossing, which yeah. I love. And yeah, Chili gets dance moded, and man, yeah, she does have some moves. Um, she is working it, but um, what are the odds that the neighbours are both at the lights at the same time? Because Lucky's dad leans out of a car and goes, Woo, shake it, chilly. Morning, Wendy. 
I feel like Wendy is going to be the butt of sort of those awkward neighbour moment jokes for probably the next oh, few episodes at least. I'm sure there's so many more to come. But um, I think they are in their local area. We probably need the expertise of um, Michael from At Bluey Locations, who we spoke to only last week here. So but lovely. Yes. For mine, I feel like they are in like Red Hill, um, which is, you know, a real nice little high street shopping strip with, um, yeah, lots of crosswalks and those kind, like you can, those kind of cafes. And yeah, there's a lot of conjecture about where the healers live in Brisbane. Um, you can't get quite the view from a real location mm. that they have from their house, but, um, but yeah, it's somewhere up there around Red Hill and, um, yeah, so not that surprising the neighbours are there, but very convenient for the gag, definitely. <laughs> Absolutely. I did feel like um, the end scene, though, is more set on, like, a South Bank or something like that. Like, it sort yes, of had that. Yes, agree. I don't know. I've never seen a busker at South Bank, but I'm sure it's full of them. It's kind of, you know, the place to go in the city in Brisbane. Yeah. I haven't spent that much time in Brisbane, but yeah, um, we we stayed up there for a couple of days um, a few years ago, and there was like markets on at South Bank almost every day at that point, and there was oh, a cool. twilight market on one night. Yeah, and there were definitely buskers around, and that was the vibe. <laughs> so yeah, it was very cool. Awesome. Woo! Shake it. Trivia, Mary, Anthony Wiggle, we finally got him on board, which is amazing. Yeah, a very exciting moment for Gotta Be Done because, of course, when we interviewed Joe Brum, he said he had his eyes on Anthony Wiggle. He was a big fan of the Wiggles um, for voicing some characters in this new season. Yeah, putting a post, you too. Next, please. How can I help? I just need to change the address on this. Okay, I'll need to see two forms of ID, please. So when Bandit gets his dance mode in the post office, it's um, Anthony Wiggle, who's the dog who's serving him. Bit of a stickler for regulation. Like, I would have, uh, if Bandit showed me his gym card with a photo on it, I'd be I'd be like, yeah, I'd take that. <laughs> it's not really 100 points of ID, though, is it? Like, you know, we've all been there fishing around in our wallets trying to go, oh, uh, yeah, what, what, can I, what can I use? <laughs> no, I was, I was um, with Anthony Wiggle in that one. Um, what a nice cameo, though. But I yeah. wonder, because he's played this role, is he potentially still going to play Rusty's dad? Or so, yeah, think- the, um, there's, actually, that's been confirmed. There's been a few stories about that, that he's voicing multiple characters. And we've seen <sighs> um, as well that um, Hamish Blake and Zoe Foster, Foster Blake, Blake are yeah. voicing both the, um, the parents of one of the new characters who's being introduced, but they also in the Hammer Barn episode, which is the one that goes to a hardware store that's very similar to Bunnings, um, yes. they both voice customer service uh, providers in that episode as well. So, yeah. so yeah, a few of the celebrities in this getting getting a double bite at the cherry. Um, much like Miff Warhurst voices, voiced a couple characters in season one, I suppose. So That's true. Indy's mum and also Aunt Trix. Yeah. yeah. A bit of a random one as well as um, celebrity Anthony Wiggle. There's another celebrity that's credited, well, <laughs> not quite as famous as Anthony Wiggle possibly, but Rupert Dagus is um, credited in the final credits as the voice of the yes-no button. Yo, 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 yo. Well, 
Well, that all worked out, didn't it, kids? Yes. Oh, you're and kidding. Like, that's pretty, um, that's an interesting uh, claim to fame. But when I, I looked up. I thought of that. Like, we have the yes, <laughs> yeah. no buttons at home. Like, who voiced those? Like, it's not It's not in the credits of your yes, no button. But No, um, it really isn't. <laughs> so random. Yes. But, um, but, yeah, when I looked him up, he's the voice of Scrambler in Bob the Builder, the series that, that ran through the noughties. Um Yes, yes. Well, it's still uh, on TV. They've done like a revamped version of uh, Bob the Builder. So, they... <laughs> yeah, uh, honey, like, you're yeah. talking, you're why? preaching to why? the choir here. Like, like, they you can know. cancel everything other than Bluey, as far as I'm concerned. But anyway, um, he's also done a world of various animation voices. Um, he's in Thomas and Friends. Um, he moved to he's British, but moved to Australia and has done um, the Wild Adventures of Blinky Bill. Uh, oh, wow. Maya the Bee and Strange Chores, which is another one that's um, oh, out of Team Ludo. Ludo. Yep. So, um, yeah, that might be the connection there. But, yeah, pretty cool to get a credit just for saying yes, no, because he, it's two words. Like they play the same one over and over again. It's not as though the tone changes, right? No, I know. Like just basically say yes and no and collect your paycheck <laughs> and thank you very much. Wow. Yeah, good gig. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a pretty cool Seriously, voice, Ludo, you could have asked us. We would have done it for free. So why is she upset? Is it because people keep taking things from you without asking? Yes. I thought so. Like when I took your last chip? Yes. I'm feeling the bingo, by the way, um, about how she's always having her dance modes taken. I mean, they are brilliant and glorious moments, but at the same time... Like, you can just see the sort of look on her face. She's like, okay. So it's, it's a funny one because she is obviously kind of reluctant in the giving, but then she seems to be enjoying it as soon as the dance mode is enacted. Yeah. But it's a character trait of Bingo's that's continued over from the last season, I suppose, that, mm. yeah, she is a bit overridden by Bluey on occasions. And, yeah, the fact that even – um, Chili's bringing out the please face to win over Bingo and her dance mode turns is, um, yeah, Bluey's not the only one at fault here. I think we all know now where um, the kids in kids uh, get those, <laughs> like, big eyes from because, man, Chili does a great job of it. Bingo, can I please use dance mode on your dad? Uh, well, it's just... Pretty please. Uh, okay, yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Absolutely. And then bandits are not above it later on when he's trying to get out of the um, dancing to the busker. Although, yeah, it gives up on the police face pretty quickly and just starts handing out cash. (laughs) 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 Yeah, fair enough. But Bingo does really need to toughen up a bit. The fact she so happily hands over her, well, not happily, unhappily, but is so easily persuaded by Bluey to hand over that 20 bucks to buy a yes, no button, which she doesn't even seem to know what it is. And to be honest, I don't know what it is still. Like, what? Like, why? Why does this thing exist? And why is it 20 bucks? Well, you can in Australia buy, like, at novelty stores, they've got like big giant yes buttons and big giant no buttons. And 
we've got a set at home because we were trying to like for our speech therapy stuff with Liv, we were oh. like, Oh, maybe that'll give her an easy like way to say no and yes. Did it um, work? Well, uh, she enjoyed it, <laughs> but <laughs> okay. basically we, we had high hopes for this system working and, um, and sometimes she'd do it and sometimes she wouldn't, which is fine. Right. But, um, yeah, I think the the time we got our comeuppance, because every time, like, she hits it, it would be a different type of yes or no. Like, so it'd be like, yes, 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 100% <laughs> yes, you know, that sort of okay, thing. Okay, right. And uh, Tim set up them one day and was like, all right, hit yes if mummy's your favourite and hit no if daddy's your favourite. <laughs> And she just looked at us straight in the eye and said, Nana. (laughs) (laughs) What a chance. I know. Oh, the ultimate burn. Go live. I know. She just, and she just had that glint in her eye. I was like, damn it, you know, and you just not. You just don't want uh, to tell I feel like Tim got what he deserved there. It was bad for me too. So, you know, no, there were no winners in that, apart from Nana that day. The big conversation, I guess, of this episode uh, happens in the back seat of the car while Bingo and Bluey are in their seats and Mum and Dad come around to talk through why Bingo's upset. And I, one thing that just jumped out at me straight away, the back seat has been upgraded because there had been a bit of chat on the socials about the fact um, that both girls in season one, we're in lap sash seats and yes. Bingo, as a four-year-old, not old enough to be in that kind of seat, she oh. is now in a four-point click-in. Oh, <laughs> so, really? Interesting. So someone's been in touch, uh, some kind of safety advisor, I suppose, and uh, and got that sorted out. So, yeah, she's she's been downgraded, poor Bingo. Um, oh, poor but, Bingo. But, you know. She doesn't seem too worried. Um, That's really interesting because I remember um, like maybe 10 years ago there was furor in the UK over the fact that the the characters in Peppa Pig weren't wearing seatbelts when they were in the car (laughs) and they had to go back and digitally like do like seatbelts for all the characters. I I mean they had the seatbelts in the first series but there must have been some high-level conversations about, you know, is it too late? Do we just <laughs> stick with this or do we just do we upgrade? Yeah, so. well, clearly Bandit and Chili realised the error of their ways and, yeah. Mm, mm. They went to Baby Bunting, which is a <laughs> yeah, big I'm baby sure store. Or correctly installed. Oh, man, I, I must admit I'm very, um, I, obviously, very keen to strap my children in the right way. But, um, yeah, I remember, like, before we had Bond, someone told us you've got to have the seats professionally installed or you can't, like, the hospital won't let you take the baby home. How <laughs> do they know? But that yes, yeah, I agree. Not, it's not the case. Professionally installed. Um, but, yeah. oh, well, I don't know. Like, the professionals are just reading the instructions like anyone would. But I don't know. I don't think there's a, a degree for installing baby seats is all I'm saying. But I'm sure you do get better at it the more you're installed. <laughs> Definitely. There are training courses, I think, that people do because, um, yeah, the Victorian government's just, sorry, putting on my day job hat for a second. <laughs> um, there's just this initiative that's launched at neighbourhood houses where they'll fit car seats for free for people. So, okay. 
yeah so well, no need yeah. to no need to install okay. your own mail you can get someone to do it for you so <laughs> okay well that's a pretty good sell perhaps i retract my art criticism <laughs> so what are we meant to do then this is confusing bingo obviously feels <laughs> in her safe place in the back of that car though to finally share what's bugging her and um I love that they, she manages to use the simultaneous yes-no button to do it. Yeah. Um, it really reminded me of an episode of um, an Australian sitcom that recently had called Upper Middle Bogan where oh, yeah. the couple had a fight in one episode and she said, like, they're sitting next to each other in bed and she's like, I don't want to talk, but we can text. And then <laughs> he's asking questions and she's responding by text because – I guess it's easier sometimes to say what you feel through like another medium. So, oh yeah. man, yes, but no. I feel like as soon as as soon as you've stepped away from voice, like not so much for Bingo's situation, but definitely for the upper middle bogan couple. Um, but yeah, it's just going to escalate so much faster because oh, really? tone isn't there. Like, I guess it helps if you're sitting next to them and seeing the face that they're is on their face instead of just on the emoji. But yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, obviously hey, whatever works, outsourcing whatever your feelings. Communicating. Is... <laughs> Absolutely. I love that show, by the way. I didn't know you were an Upper Middle too. Bogan fan. Oh, no, I oh. love Upper Middle Bogan. It's great. Golden. Um, Patrick Brammel. It's all about Patrick Brammel. So. <laughs> cool. Is that his name, by the way? I think yes. it is. Yeah. yeah. He was also the drug dealer Glitch. in... Uh, the letdown, which oh yes, yes, which Joe Brum told us was uh, what kind of put him on a new track when he was writing Bluey, because it was meant to be a kind of Peppa Pig for adults, and then yeah. he's like, oh no, actually, I can't do better than the letdown, so we'll do it for it kids. It is a pretty phenomenal show, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it is great, um, and available in America. So finally, we're talking about some Australian culture that you guys can access. Uh, mm. I think it's on Netflix. Mm. Get on board. Excellent. It's such a good series. Captain Kim's on Netflix too now. So Really? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So hopefully um, there's more Australian comedy gold coming your way, international mm-hmm. peeps. Yeah. You're going to have high standards for it now you've seen Bluey though. So <laughs> poor Australian comedy. <laughs> Let's talk about the music because it's the return of Joff, which it makes me so happy to see his character um, back for more in season two. Yeah, back from markets, obviously. He's uh, getting a bigger audience as his busking persona these days. And, yeah, he's... and what an amazing contraption, too, with oh. those pipes and playing it with uh, flip-flops, as our international listeners may call them, or thongs, as we call yeah. them. Properly referred Which is to the right here. term. Yep. Um, it is the right term. Yeah. So it's – and also it, not even is he just back, but he's even using the same lines. Who likes to dance? Sounds a lot more um, – a lot more like everyone's going to be getting very loose than, you know, it was kind of a, a polite invitation at in the markets episode, who likes to dance. But uh, yep. this one, like it just – it, you know, the bass is about to drop kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Extreme. Um, but it's it's so funny that that call out is just you see it so often from bands that are really 
trying to engage the unwilling audience. Yeah. <laughs> and if you have to be saying who likes to dance, chances are no one's going to be dancing. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Unless the healers is... are there, obviously. There's like a terrible movie that I've only seen one part of um, with Zac Efron. <laughs> Sounds and... right. And um, I forget her last name, Radachowski or something, but Zac Efron talks about the psychology behind DJs and getting, like, the heartbeat aligned with the music and all that sort of stuff and that okay. sort of gets people dancing. I, think, I don't even know not what hairspray. movie it is. No, it's not Hairspray. It's like it's like <laughs> That's some... the only Zac Efron movie I know. So I think I'm I might even have, like, oh... <laughs> Yeah, I, I have no other details. I'm sure we will we will <laughs> be told. fascinating. Uh, yeah, but, like, he goes through the psychology of, like, so, you know, you start music at this sort of pace and then you lift it up gradually and then people are naturally, like, when it hits, like, I think it's 126 beats a minute or something that's sort of in line with a mm-hmm. slightly elevated heartbeat. So it sort of encourages people to move and it's sort of the psychology behind the DJE sort of thing. So Interesting. Yeah. So anyway, it was quite interesting okay. when I watched it, but I would never watch that movie. It looked terrible apart from that. So. <laughs> okay, yeah, got it. Sort of frat housey sort of vibe. Anyway, oh, that's fine. Yeah. Um, well, I'm sure we would never see Joff in such a um, yeah, no, un- unsavoury kind of and place. Um, I don't yes. know what sort of beats per minute he's getting up to. The whole, the whole um, score of this episode, I guess, is pretty electro beatsy. Um, yeah, I mean, you've got, um, what is it, that disco version of Oh Susanna, like in the post office. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, um, yeah, and I don't know what the, the song is that he's playing with the pipes and, and flip-flops, but, yeah, what a tune. <laughs> I love um, how Ludo is continuing with the uh, let's end the episode right on the high point with Bandit who drops to do the worm, like to cheer Bingo up. <laughs> let's take this to the map. Wow. It's uh, pretty effective, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just like, yeah, you could totally be sucked into that moment. What a moment to finish it on too. Okay. I think we might be done with dance mode i'm sure like we're not done with dance mode we're gonna be playing it forever obviously absolutely let us not um but you know i'm very glad that we've got these new games just in time for you know (laughs) the world to implode with COVID 19 basically so don't know about you mayor but we're shutting things down from our end now oh full on um we've heard from so many people that yeah bluey and new episodes have dropped just at the right time but yeah obviously a lot of people uh not getting out and about as much we heard from one listener um on instagram this week molten trout hi yes who said bluey pod you guys were the savers of our sanity in our last lockdown during cyclone demo which i assume was hitting up north i don't actually know but um she said uh my kids love listening as much as i do and can definitely recommend Got to Be Done for five-star isolation entertainment. So um, that is a review you can take to the bank. Uh, if you're listening to us in isolation, all our love. All our love. I'm pr- with you in mostly solidarity. So. 
<laughs> Hence, we're doing this via Skype because, you know, I've got a couple of immunocompromised kids and we're getting towards the pointy end here as well. So no one needs to be sick right now. So it's just a bit scary and gross at the moment yeah. everywhere. So, yeah, solidarity. Please let us know, by the way, if you, uh, like us, uh, you know, having to lock things down a bit. Um, one of my girlfriends, Mon, and I were talking the other day and she was like, Kate, I'm almost more worried about spending two weeks in the house with my kids. <laughs> she has three under three. So oh. then, yeah, then compared to um, COVID-19. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. I'm with you there, love. I'm totally with you uh, there. It's so rough. Although I reckon it's it is parents who have the you know probably that under three age group who probably have a bit more experience with this because hand, foot, and mouth <laughs> that oh. just goes through in waves at our daycare, and we've had it a couple times. And yeah, the one time we were we were in um, self-isolation for that. I hit one really good hack was that during the day you can mm. go to the dog park, stand well away from other people, and the kids are just entertained with dogs racing around. And um, <laughs> that was, yeah, that was how we got through the last round of hand, foot and mouth. Oh, God, that um, awful. I don't know. If probably people who are actually struck down with coronavirus probably aren't feeling quite that perky. But no. yeah, but if you're just self-isolating uh, for your own safety, then yeah, the dog park's probably a good place to run around some kids without getting too close to anyone else. Social distancing, I think, you yeah. know, just, <laughs> yeah, no one said anything about dogs. So <laughs> uh, the chief health officer did issue some advice earlier, oh, maybe late last week to say you can't catch it from dogs. So <laughs> Yeah, excellent advice all around. Before I completely melt down, um, I did see some commentary on that pronouncement from the World Health Organization. Um, It was on Twitter. It was along the lines of dogs are no longer in isolation. So, in effect, who let the dogs out? (laughs) I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) Okay, like it's obviously everyone's going a bit mad. I was in hysterics. So, yeah, that probably says more about my oh. mental health than physical health at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you've got to take the laughs you can get, right? Oh, absolutely, yeah. You've got to um, enjoy the love while it's there. So, yeah, thanks, <laughs> thanks, Team Ludo, for brightening an otherwise fairly ordinary, uh, slightly scary, panicked week. So, thanks. Um Genuinely, it's been awesome. Yeah. Um, if you have some feedback for us, we would love to hear from you. Uh, you can contact us in a variety of ways depending on your uh, social distancing, self isolation <laughs> yeah, needs. Yeah. We are available through all your general social media channels. You can contact us at Bluey Pod on Instagram or on Facebook by looking up either Bluey Pod or Gotta Be Done, the Bluey Podcast. On Twitter, you can find us at Bluey Podcast. And you can send us an email. It's blueypod at gmail.com. And please uh, don't forget to rate and review us uh, on any of your favourite listening uh, apps because it helps other Bluey fans find us as well. Um, We... are just so excited about season two as it rolls out. We'll be back every Friday for 
forever is that pretty much just what it is well 52 <laughs> episodes in uh season two mayor so uh depending on how they roll them out whether they do it similar to last time doing 26 and then 25 and a christmas special we'll see we might yeah. have quite enough to keep us going for the time being i would have thought so <laughs> maybe there'll be a break in there somewhere but who would want to break really this um yeah excitement levels are way too high Kate, I'm so glad we're finally here. There's so much more to come. Until next week, Mayor. It's got to be done. Got to be done. (laughs) Bye. It's real, kids. She's not with us. I'm so happy Bluey's back.